0: Hi, welcome back to the show, Talking Your Way to Change. This is Dr. Banker. Today's episode is entitled, What Predicts Divorce? What if we knew the factors that predict divorce? Could we boost our immune system to fight divorce? Get a vaccine? Perhaps. But it could also involve turning towards your partner when they make bids for connection versus turning away. John Gottman has conducted 40 years of research with thousands of couples and is world-renowned for his work on marital stability and divorce prediction. I remember in my doctorate training program learning about Gottman's research, and at that time, I was not convinced that it would be useful in the couples that I had worked with early on in my career. The couples I had worked with early on in my career were in such a state of open hostility, resentment, and hopelessness that I think their appointment after our sessions was probably with their divorce attorneys. When I began doing therapy about 24 years ago, the research did not predict good outcomes from marital therapy, nor did my work. Fortunately, now after 21 years of marriage and 24 years of practice, And a climate change in mental health, I feel very differently about couples work. Part of this is that in the climate change, the motivational level of people seeking couples counseling is much higher and the timing is much shorter in that they come to therapy much more quickly. The longer you put off getting help, the less likely it will be that it is effective So many couples today have an awareness when they come to couples therapy that each of them will be asked to make changes and that the goal of therapy will not be to fix their partner. Um, they're wanting to find ways of helping themselves and improving their marriage, um, And ultimately, as a clinician, it's just such a joy to work with people who are really willing to increase their self-awareness. They want direction from you as a therapist. And we have better science and more effective strategies to help people. In fact, in today's busy world, people really want skills or action plans or hacks for for this self-improvement. So being the flexible clinician that I am... I have taken a few professional training courses at the Gottman Institute, and I am back in the trenches with couples. The Gottman Institute has identified many factors that can lead to divorce. The one I want to talk about in this episode relates to bids for connection, and it's called turning towards. Um, But firstly, before I get into the turning towards, I just want to lay out a few pieces of foundation. One is that the Gottmans have determined that couples that stayed married and satisfied had some critical differences between those couples that divorced. The differences were not the events that unfolded in their marriage, such as having an affair or job loss. The differences was really in these couples' ability to navigate conflict and infuse and build positivity into the relationship. And he distinguished the couples between what he called the masters versus the disasters. One of the ways that the masters built positivity into their marriage was to respond to their partner's bids for connection. Whether these bids for connection were small or big, verbal or nonverbal, These bids might take the form of an expression, a question, or maybe physical touch. Bids can be funny, serious, and or sexual in nature. Gottman found a critical difference in how masters and disasters responded to bids for connection. In the Love Lab, the masters turned towards each other 86% of the time, while the disasters turn towards each other only 33% of the time. So turning towards is one of the fundamental aspects of a sound relationship. Let's look at some examples. So what's a bid? Here's some verbal examples. How do I look? I am so tired of unloading the dishwasher. Hey, how was your day? Where do you want to go for dinner? Oh, come sit down next to me on this couch. Would you ever like to take a dancing course together? A nonverbal bid might be an exasperated cry, an audible sigh. Um, It could be a flirtatious squeeze or look. And it is at these moments that might seem so small and insignificant that are actually the moments that make or break relationships. Gottman believes that all bids reflect underlying emotional needs. So it's not so much about the meaning behind the text, like what the statement is. It's actually the meaning underneath the subtext. Let me give you some more examples for what what he's saying. So if I say, how do I look? What I'm really asking is, hey, pay attention to me. If I say, while you're up, can you grab the salsa? I want to know, hey, will you respond to my simple requests? Other needs that he thinks that are, being, that are being asked for is, hey, show some interest or active excitement in my accomplishments. Hey, share the events of your day with me respond to my joke, help me de-stress, be affectionate, join me in an adventure. And when our partners give us bids for attention, and as the bidders, we respond, our partners hear from us, yes, I am interested in you. Yes, I do hear you. I understand you. I'm on your side. I'd like to help you. I'd like to be with you. You're my favorite person to be with. Okay, so none of us are perfect at accepting all of our partner's bids, but the masters are better at it than the disasters. What we know is that you cannot put your relationship on hold or what he calls ice and then turn to it later when the timing is right. So relationships are built and maintained with daily attention, not grand gestures. I think it can be really challenging in today's busy world to have the bandwidth to respond to our partner's bids for connection. And I oftentimes think that we interpret bids for connection as demands on our time that we don't have. Often couples raising young children feel lucky to get to the end of their day and just want to decompress alone. But start building your consciousness of bids for connection and the ways that we choose to respond to them. We could use self-talk to establish this concept of connection versus a demand. So here an incoming bid comes in and instead of thinking about how unfair you think it is that they're demanding time from you, you say to yourself, oh, that's right. They like me. They want to share their life with me. They're just trying to connect. And then you can evaluate, am I going to have the time to engage with them now or not? And if I'm not, I can still turn towards them and negotiate for connecting with them at a later time. Keep in mind, these same practices apply to our work relationships as well. If we receive invitations to talk or go to lunch, and we never get back to people, we turn away from their bids, there is a very slim probability that we will receive another bid from them. So start practicing how good at you are even noticing bids. And if you notice them, what is it that you usually tend to do? Do you tend to turn towards your partner or away from your partner? Okay, That's all for today. Until next time, this is Dr. Banker. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for listening. I need to alert you that this podcast is not meant to be a substitution for mental health treatment. Although we talk about psychotherapy, this is not your psychotherapy. If listeners are interested in pursuing therapy, I would refer you to psychologytoday.com US or your insurance carrier network. Okay, thanks again. Until next time.